Welcome, everyone, to episode nine of Behind the Boots podcast. I'm John. I am Bobby. Hello, Bobby. Hello, John. How, How are you, you? I'm great. Yeah? Yeah, that was an awkward moment where we asked each other the same question at the same time. Well, I mean... I feel like as we start an episode, there's only so limited things to ask, and it's like, yeah. how are you? How the fuck are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fantastic. Fuck you? Right. Yeah. I feel like uh, I feel like we just recorded. I feel like we did too, and it's funny because most of the time when we're done recording an episode, it feels so long in between recordings, but today, today it feels like we just recorded the last episode i also the other thing is when we're done recordings i feel like it's like i just let it all out and it's like <sighs> talking about the pee yeah because i do usually pee right after we right record because i'm yeah. drinking yeah um when we record but uh yeah we're back episode nine we are back with our podcast yep. which is the podcast for you yep. it's behind the boots and if you haven't yet shame on you uh but follow us on instagram and twitter at bt boots podcast um Boom, right there. And like and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Wilco Media. That's where you'll find us every Thursday at noon. Brought to you by our great producer, Big Dick Nick, yep. who's dropping those pods every Thursday, like John said, at noon live. First premiere. And he's also doing the podcast. Yes. Boom. Um, uh, as we like to do, we drink on this podcast, not because we're alcoholics, but because we're trying to get sponsors. That's... Um, so it's probably tonight, a little bit of both. Yeah, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B, a little shake, rattle, and roll. Um, so tonight's... <laughs> so fast. <laughs> tonight's is uh, actually a beer I'm really enjoying. I'm at, I'm, um, yeah. It's called the Citrus Got Real Tart Ale from Springda Springdale. Springdale. <laughs> is that German? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Springdale, It's a yeah? Springdale. Okay. This is designish. Um Springdale Beer Company out of Framingham, Massachusetts. Local place. Local place. And actually, I was reading about them. They're some of the same people that do Jack's Abbey stuff. Oh, it's um, the same place? It, it's not the same place. It's some of the people that were oh. associated with Jack's Abbey. And they also, I love Jack's they Abbey. Do, they do tart stuff, and which is what I like. I like a tart ale. I like a sour. I like a, I like a sour at, uh, at uh, actually pretty much any time of the year. I'll, yeah, I'll take a sour. Good. Yeah. They're good. Um, this one is, is a tart ale, so it's not it's it's a, not exactly a, I mean, a full sour, I guess, but it's... Um, it's got a little orange and, and grapefruit, and to be honest with you, it, it's good. Yeah. First taste, like a sweet tooth, like a I'm sweet tart. I'm glad you're being honest about yeah, it. 100% honest. I'm not going to lie. I like yeah. it. I'm glad uh, you're Normally, lying. I just power through shit that I don't like, but um, this one, I like, and I will be drinking both like. of these probably while we're filming. Well, you'll be definitely be peeing afterwards then. Well, definitely. That, yep. that release. i got to have that release. But, um, you know, why don't we just get right into this? I'd prefer if we did. Okay. You know the premise. You've watched the episodes before this. You've listened to them on all the uh, hottest podcast places, whether it's your Spotify, your Apple, your YouTube, or all the other little things. Mm -hmm. So you know what we're doing, right? And we're talking about what actually happens behind behind uh, the boots in the military. Yes. So, John. Yes. As a service member mm -hmm. who deployed. Yes. What are some things that you, the service member deployed, can look forward to? Uh, hot chow. Okay. So we know that. We've talked about yep. chow is essential and everything. Huge. And it runs, everything runs on what time's I'd, lunch, I'd, what I'd say breakfast. the biggest thing I'd look forward to, care packages. Care packages, mail, right? Yeah. So we do our segment at the end called Mail Call. Yeah. We have another one I want to do called Special Delivery. Ooh. Okay. And Special Delivery this week's is the worst care packages ever received. Okay. okay? <laughs> so... I'm I'm on the uh, I have to concur with you that that one of the most things I look forward to was Chow, I right, mm. big Chow guy as it shows I'm, I'm thick. because Chow is a constant. Yes, Chow is. If I just make it to Chow, I'm good. Yeah. Right, if I can just get to Chow, I'm I, I'm good. Um, but mail was f you know few and far between. It wasn't every day, mm -hmm. and sometimes you'd get like a letter or a magazine, and sometimes you'd get like a a pile of boxes. Yeah. Depending on who in your family really loved you, it's it's almost like the postal service was holding the boxes, opening them yeah. to see what was good, yeah. and then they're like, ah, nothing's. Or nothing's they're waiting really for the absolute hottest day, so everything yeah. fucking melts. <laughs> everything melts. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I. Uh, Shout out to the postal service. Yeah, yeah, we love you. Um, what's funny is it's like you, you when you if you've so I've actually mailed stuff to friends that are deployed, and when you go on and mail things, they're like, 
well, once it hits the military postal service, we can't confirm delivery dates. We can't do anything. It, like it, it, it hits this black hole that's in Germany somewhere, mm-hmm. and then in in California going 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 west. But it's like once it hits that spot, we don't even know if it exists anymore. <laughs> like it's in fairness, near we're, today. We're they don't know either. Um, so I I kind of. Uh, I Googled a little bit, and I, yeah. I didn't. I didn't want to put this out to the masses like I normally do and, and ask, but I, I just because the it, internet provided for me. It, yeah, and you know, when you when you post something on social media like that, when you when you ask the worst care packages you got, people are going to respond, and the people who sent them the care packages that were bad exactly. are going to see it. I was so, not throwing people under the bus. Yeah, exactly. So let me ask you a question before I get into some of the worst yep. ones. What what do you consider to be a good care package? To me, a good care package is like what you need, like uh, snacks. Okay. Snacky poos. Vodka. Uh, yep. Um, Gatorade, case of Gatorade, a couple of them taken out, vodka in the in the Gatorade bottles. Little, that that food, never happens. Little food though. coloring in there. Yeah, that never happens. Back in. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, shit you need, like, uh, foot powder's a huge one, or, like, uh, Gold Bond. Ooh. Shout out Gold Bond. Back before it gave you, you cancer. Got, I'll tell you what, you got my balls through Iraq, <laughs> I'll, tell you that, I'll tell you that right now, Gold Bond. Um, like, socks. Yeah. Shit, honestly, like, shit you would go to, like, a Walmart oh, for bro, today. Oh, I survived off, off of knee-high white athletic socks. Dude, for real, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My first sergeant used to yell at me because I'm not an approved color sergeant Colleton. I'd be like... Well, it was free. <laughs> and if it's free, free it's for me. Free price for me. <laughs> um, so yeah, so you can see the trend that we're going at here with like, what's a good? It's honestly just basic yeah. necessities. Yeah, basic necessities, but not an overwhelming amount. So right, overwhelming amount maybe something that we're trending towards here. And what's the worst case package scenario? Yes. Sometimes, um, yeah. sometimes too much is too much. Yeah. So I'm gonna start it off. Start it off. It gets it gets it gets a little dark first, but then it, it mm. kind of. I like out, to okay. go into a dark place every now and again. Some of that, yeah. So yeah. Uh, this individual, I, I got these off off of our friends over at Reddit who have great oh. questions, great, great, great answers, great. solid content, yes, right? for sure. Um, for the aspiring military podcaster. Um, I came back from an op that involved some casualties, and I had a box on my rack, right? So he's got a, he's got a care package after a really tough day on his on his bed. Right? Yeah, shout out to whoever brought the box to him. Yeah, good for him, <laughs> right? Uh we had a few minutes to refit and refuel. I took the box. We pushed back out uh, to stand in awesome overwatch over a burning tank. <laughs> My anticipation <laughs> grew. <laughs> so that's other shit the military does is like, yo, that tank's on fire. Uh, we can't just leave it. So you're going to sit yeah, and watch it. So just let us know when it's not on fire anymore. <laughs> that's 100% shit they do. So I knew the box was from my father. We didn't have a good relationship and barely spoke. I was hoping that he would come through change my shitty night with a home run care package that's where you fucked up yeah you're letting yourself down on that one i opened the box there were soy sauce packets covering the top layer the little ones you find at chinese food restaurant (laughs) the labels are cut from a machine and the cuts never match up to what the label says so he does some some pretty uh (laughs) pretty uh uh, racial words here that I'm, well, I'm not going to use. Yeah, we'll leave go past that. Yeah. So he, he uses the, uh, as he says, the ching chong words, doing at diagonals and sideways. I thought it was going to be way worse than that. I know, but still. Sometimes the packets weren't even filled with soy, with the soy sauce. Poor ceiling <laughs> just techniques. Empty. Just empty. <laughs> I dug through the top layer to find out that these little mongoloid packets were protecting. More packets. I swished my hand through the box of soy sauce packets. I couldn't find anything. No note, no pictures, not even a fun size baby Ruth. Just soy sauce. What the fuck? I don't even like soy sauce. I, I can tell you what that means. That's a metaphor. Your father never liked you. Yeah, or your father was wicked salty and just threw in the soy <laughs> sauce. <laughs> Either but, way. Uh, so that, I would definitely, that would good constitute move, to me a... A shitty care package, possibly a shitty father, shitty childhood. What do you mean possibly? And and first of all, where does one get that many fucking packages of soy sauce? It, maybe he loves Chinese food. Maybe he works at a Chinese restaurant. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, fair enough. Um, <laughs> the next one. This is a good. Maybe he are, goes to Costco. Some of these are a little shorter than others, but this one is. I got a box full of calendars of girls of Northwest or Northeast Pennsylvania. 
If you know anything about the area, it was a rough calendar to look at. <laughs> just, just a bunch of plain and, and, Janes. And the comment was even better. It's like, bro, I feel you. I'm from Carbondale. <laughs> so that's a shitty care package. Yeah, yeah. The next one was even better. I got a package of mini Founding Father plastic figurines. <laughs> so, who, did they say who it was from? No, no. Okay. I feel so, like that's a grandma gift. Well, or... sometimes so the, the care package is like, we have to break that down too, right? So you get care packages from your family and then you get care packages from your friends and you also get care packages that are to like random soldier or random airmen right. that come from like, you know, the goodwill groups, which is this next one, right? So um, some church group sent us care packages with the usual hard candies, magazines, paperback books, but also included plastic children dolls for girls. Said dolls were small, cartoony, and each had a cute little dress. And oh, each package came in either a in either a day glow red or or green with a drawstring. Before long the fire support base was festooned with the dolls heads on spikes or dolls in very suggestive positions i posted mine with a sig in its little <laughs> with a sig with its puffed little lips and eyes burnt out these bags were even seen for weeks afterwards hanging off guys rucks as they trooped out on missions you could clearly see them from a mile and a half away brigade co banned them once he witnessed how revealing they were so um so it was a church that sent them right yes i guarantee that's not how jesus wanted them to be used no i don't think so either and uh, it just goes to show you it's like well what am i supposed to do i mean i can hand these out but like what do but i who do they think they're sending it to do they think that like that we're just gonna go out to the the local populace and hand them dolls possibly i mean i yeah i mean i don't know like like winning winning hearts yeah. and minds like, yeah um so the next one's a little bit longer, too, but it's a good one. It helps me with my uh, my reading skills. Good. Um, and then I want to talk about some care packages, and then I'm going to read the last one, which was, which is which is epic. Okay. All right, so... I like the buildup. Yeah. It was during my second deployment. We had been in an outpost for about five months. Trips back to FOB Diamondback were pretty rare, maybe once a month. I was the medic, so most days... So my days mostly consisted of morning patrol, sick call, nap, dinner, night patrol, talk radio guard, and then sleep and repeat. One, and the medic is a really weird position in the platoon, too. He gets abused and abused. and He does. And, and they're like, Doc, do this. Which, oh, Doc, do this. Doc, which do is yeah. kind of odd because you, 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 think, need him. you would think you want to keep that yeah. person happy. Yeah. So one day I, got a care, I, I, got, I get a care package from my family, and I notice it's super heavy. My mother loved to send me cans of SpaghettiOs and bags of Count Chocula. All right. I had a shitty week and was super stoked to get some good stuff into my stomach. I opened it up and find two things. A couple packs of baby wipes, not bad, and a manila envelope full of pictures. I started skimming through the pictures, and it was my little brother's college graduation. They ordered five six-foot Subway subs, one of which was a cold cut trio, my favorite, which it's my go-to oh. at Subway as well, the cold cut trio. I feel trio. like you shouldn't have a go-to at Subway. I know, but overseas, that was the only sub place on base. It was like my, not on like deploy, but like living overseas. Yep. Subways. Hmm. Um, on it <laughs> was a sign that said, for potato muncher, a sweet gesture. I'm assuming that's his nickname. Oh, what a dick move. Yeah. No one at the party was allowed to have it. My yeah, dad neither wrote, was he, you assholes. No, my dad wrote in a letter, they gave it to the dog, a Maltese poodle mix, at the end of the day. What? By far, the biggest dick tease of the deployment. Totally crushed my heart. I would, uh, when I got home from deployment, I would change my name. <laughs> I'd uh, cut off all ties to that family. What a fucking dick move. You think what are you what are you trying to accomplish? You you think that you're being nice to this you think that mm -hmm. person thinks it's cool that they're not getting that They're not foot? allowed to have that. You bought it for them but they're not yeah. going to eat it. Yeah. And you give what? it to the dog. What and first kind of, of all, what kind of sick fuck gives a 6 foot sub to a poodle mix dog? Yeah. Like 
Yeah, that's fucking asking to kill the dog. Come on now. Yeah, that dog's either dead or yeah. is still shitting yeah. right now <laughs> yeah. to this day. Yeah, and if you do it right, there better be the fucking pepperoncinis on that fucking sub. <laughs> so that dog is not happy. Dogs aren't supposed to have that stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah, you're a terrible human being yeah. all around. You're you're hurting your, <laughs> son, I'm assuming son, son, yeah. son or daughter, yeah. emotionally, and yeah. you're physically hurting your dog. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hope you're happy. Yeah. So when it comes to care packages, right, like... Um, did you ever receive anything, anything weird or do you ever receive anything like y- you were like, oh, this is good, but like, I don't know what to do with it or. No, uh, no, not really. Cause they, like the ones that were sent from like the churches and the charities and stuff like that, I never really touched. Yeah. Uh, cause, cause I feel like I knew better. I usually grab one thing of toothpaste out of it and then like. When I needed it. Yeah, I, I never really needed Like, my, my family would, would send me... Like, my dad... The worst thing my dad ever sent me was the movie Bruno. Um, An American. Which... I love Sasha Baron Cohen. Mm-hmm. But within the, within the first 15 minutes, there's just a dick waving in your face for about a minute and a half to fucking felt like 30 minutes. It's less it's the grim big weenie. I don't want it. Yeah. I... Didn't like that at all. Appreciate the sentiment, Dad. I love you. But ten years later, here here it is. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't like it. Letting it out. Didn't like it. Yeah, I'm sure you didn't know there was a dick that was gonna wave in my face for that long. And and if you did, I would I would hope that you wouldn't have bought it for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah. Interesting. That's probably one of the reasons why I have trust issues. Yeah. <laughs> fact. 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 Um, some of the things I, I researched or I picked up in my research. For the worst, the um, what I like to call cookie dust, <laughs> home baked cookies that didn't oh. travel very well, yeah, and they turn into the cookie dust. I had that once with chunks of chocolate chips in there, and yeah. it's 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 like like space dust, but it's it's it used to be thirty six yeah. chocolate chip cookies in a giant. Ziploc bag of dust because they dry out and then they crumble mm-hmm. and they continue to crumble and then they melt and then they get to you and yep. it's it's a it's a block. The sentiment is great. I really do appreciate people that sent me stuff. Yeah, uh, just be better at it. Yeah, um, the the worst and best care package I would say I ever got was the same care package. It was um, the worst because it had zero practical value. Okay. But it was the best because it was the most unique. <laughs> so um, on my last deployment to Afghanistan, I received a box from my buddy, and we'll call him Dr. Sergio. And inside this box... Couldn't you just say, like, Jake? Nope. Or Jeff? Dr. Sergio. Okay. You need to understand that he's a plastic surgeon. Okay. So in this well, box... To, yeah. Was... To show respect. For a few position. candy bars... A Captain America posable action figure and a 350cc breast implant. <laughs> I can see why it's the best. Yeah. So um, that was a talking point for sure. Yeah. And, and when I rotated back home, I left that on the desk of the talk that I was working in, um, <laughs> which is which is random. Did he but, just send it because he could? Yeah, he, pretty much. Yeah. Not a lot of people just have... Breast implants, breast laying, implants around. laying around. Yeah, that you it's, it's a stress reliever. You know, it's like a stress ball. That's true. Uh, you just squeeze yeah. the titty. One of my one of my really good buddies, good guy, great guy, forethinker. You know, I mean, that's probably like what thousand dollars, couple that's couple true, grand yeah. laying around. <laughs> pretty pretty good, pretty expensive. But uh, yeah, that was the worst and best I ever received. It was more, most unique. Most that unique. is that is um, pretty unique. I will say that this last one, um, I have done things similar, mm-hmm. and I, I would like to encourage to these things to our listeners. Especially if you have friends, buddies, um, roommates, siblings, family that are deployed or are going yeah. to be deployed in the future, take note of this. Okay, so this individual says, "Not received, but sent. Empty beer cans, empty cans of chewing tobacco, cigarette butts, Playboy with all the nudes ripped out, a nine by five card that read, go fuck yourself.' Also, I sent an additional care package with the normal stuff in it." Sent to a buddy deployed who I previously deployed with. That's so amazing. when that buddy could open that up and be like, That's amazing. You son of a bitch. Yep. I would take it one step further and 
take a picture of yourself enjoying those items Oh. Then sending it. I thought you were going to say, like, enjoying his wife. Oh, no. Yeah. Wow, that's a. That, that's like four wow. steps further. We talked about going dark. Yeah. You went fucking, like, dark hole. Like, black I'm matter. Sorry, man. I can't like, help when my mind goes. Okay, okay. Yeah. Very good. But. Yeah. I was going to um, say one step further. I have to yeah. say, I do appreciate every care package I was ever oh, sent. Oh, of course, yeah. I appreciate everyone that took the time. Um, and this segment is not going away because. While researching for this one, I stumbled upon the worst letters ever received. Oh. And some of those... Some of the ones that the kids send... Those are the ones are, I'm talking about. Some of these kids are going places. Some of these were framed... It's probably prison. And then kept up places. and kept. Both good and bad. So uh, <laughs> look forward to some more special delivery in the future. That was, uh, that was very good. And... I say I feel like I say this a lot, but like a lot of these things we talk about, it does drum up so many yes. memories that you feel like are gone, but they're there. But they're always there. I believe that's called regressed. I don't know <laughs> what that repressed. means. Repressed. Repressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So my therapist says a lot for some reason. Yep. Way back in episode one, if you remember, we played a little game. So far, it's away. got a super clever name. Mm-hmm. Called real or fake. Is this about the breast implants? No. Again, we're just on the same wavelength. You but even... it could be. <laughs> <laughs> but it could be. Um, I do ask myself a lot that question sometimes. But uh, anyways, moving on. So we're going to, I'm going to read you some uh, article titles. Okay. And you're going to have to tell me if they're real or fake. And then after you tell me that, after you... I'm probably right because you're fucking right every time before. Um, we're going to, I'll just read a little bit of the article. Okay. First headline. Taliban wonders who will inadvertently fund operations after U.S. leaves. Ooh. Well, the satire in me says that this is fake. However, we do fund a lot of their shit with our uh, leftovers. So I'm going to go with fake on this one. Damn. You're right. That is fake. I thought that was was gonna get you because it feels like something that a news would say. Some okay. a news is that how you say it? A, a news, news yeah, network. Like a, a news. Yeah, would say. A news. Yeah, would say. Uh, but it is fake. Uh, so the article says Taliban officials say they are uncertain about who will unwittingly fund their operations in the wake of President Joe Biden's decision to pull out of the U.S. to pull all U.S. troops from Afghanistan. The U.S. has either advertently or inadvertently provided the majority of our funding since we went public back in the 90s, said Taliban spokesperson Abdullah Gohar. Without the steady cash flow coming in from Department of Defense, we'll have to dupe some other willfully ignorant superpower into dumping into capital. It isn't just the financially isn't just the financial support that Taliban appreciated, says Gohar, but the intangible benefits of having a foreign military occupy the lands of a fiercely independent tribal people for 20 years. Uh, it goes on to say, the pinch won't only be felt on the national level. Local Taliban leaders are also worried about where their paychecks will come from once the U.S. leaves. My paycheck and hundreds of other paychecks I skim off the top of have been coming from some shadowy quasi-military American-funded uh, organizations since at least 2008. Um, says the Taliban cell leader uh, and drug lord, who also serves as district chief of police. The logistical changes alone will throw my whole opium supply chain into chaos. Uh, again, this is... It actually... does sound when real. I, yeah, when I read it, it sounds like something that is not fake. So even though I'm assuming this comes from the duffel blog? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, and is satirical in nature? Yes. This is probably 100% true because we do... Oh, we do this for sure. ...feed all of those things yeah. and all of their revenue sources, um, which is sad. However, <laughs> yeah. it's uh, it's time to fucking leave that place. Let them have it. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let them have it. I would like to open up a tourist like destination there, like a, like a safari. A safari? <laughs> yeah. What would be in the safari? We'll not talk about that for this okay. podcast. All right. Moving right along to the next one, then. Hit it. 
Okay. Drunk soldier defects to North Korea. Ooh. This is true. That is true. Yeah. You're absolutely right. So this is way back in uh, 1965. A U.S. Army Sergeant, Charles Robert Jenkins, crossed the heavily mined Korean demilitarized zone 10 beers deep and defected to North Korea. According to Business Insider, Jenkins decided to get drunk and then defect because his unit was being ordered to lead increasingly provocative patrols. And he heard they might be heading to Vietnam. His time in North Korea involved 24-hour surveillance, making it more akin to imprisonment than defection. So Jenkins spent the next 40 years learning the works of Kim Il-sung mm -hmm. by heart, teaching English to presume spies in training and acting in movies as the villain. <laughs> they made him act in North Korea. Uh, needless to say, Jenkins quickly regretted his decision. Yeah. Good. What an idiot. He wasn't free till 2004. <laughs> Listen, kids. So, <laughs> I guess the moral of the story is keep the beers to single digits. Yeah. Um, and don't go to North Korea. Yeah. That's a bad place. Listen, as, as fun as Dennis Rodman makes it look, it's probably not that fun. Yeah, and I mean, when you look at the tens of our listeners... And the, yeah. and, and the maps of where they're at. It ain't North Korea, right? Not one of because them. Because they North can't Korea. listen to this there. They're not allowed. And if you can't listen to Behind the Boots podcast, we don't want you. Sounds right? dumb to me. We don't we don't want you as a country. Um, yeah, why would you? Oh, all I can think of is like Will Ferrell being like, what an idiot. More <laughs> for the rest of us. Good. Right? <laughs> Let him go. <sighs> but, uh, oh, North Korea. That Stupid. would suck. So a British soldier... Stole an armored vehicle, crashed it, then stole another. 100% true. That is absolutely true. So this is back in 2009. 18-year-old British soldier went for a drunken joyride, stealing not one, but two armored vehicles before running a military police patrol off the road. Uh, so this was in Germany that he did that. So Did you say why? So German authorities said that the unnamed soldier was highly intoxicated mm -hmm. when he stole, which seems to be a running theme about pretty much all of the things. Mm -hmm. So when he stole an armored command car, swerved through the entrance uh, at a barracks in northeast, northwest Germany before careening off the road minutes later, reports the Daily Mail. Astonishingly, the soldier crept back on base, <laughs> which he was now on high alert and stole another armor vehicle, which was a tracked ambulance, and sped off again. And then, believe it or not, uh, a spokesperson with the British Army said, stealing a vehicle is a serious offense. You believe it? I don't. That is, that's that fake. Is the most unbelievable part. Um, so, I've heard this happen multiple times before. It's happened in the United States. There's always, these things happen, right? And it, it happens. It just—I know you're not, but it just sounds like you're trying to normalize it. Like it's like, man. It well, I, I have a, I have a, a very valid reason why it happens, and I yes. think, again, you know, we don't like to go political. We don't like to, you know, we don't like to bring it down in this podcast. But we've come to truths on here, and we have, if we can change these yeah. things from happening, I think they need to listen to us, and I think they are. And they will change these things. But the bottom, line is it comes, it, bottom line is it comes down to one simple thing. You don't need a fucking key to start military vehicles. That's very true. Any of them. No, not even one. <laughs> so that's yeah. probably a problem. And yeah. if you can get into any vehicle and it's not locked, and by locked I mean literally a wire cable through the fucking steering wheel with a master lock, you can start it. And you can still even start it. You just can't turn in the steering wheel. Yeah, you can just numbers. go straight. Just go straight. Yeah. Or like a, maybe like a, what, like a 12-degree radius you, one way. Maybe and like a 6-degree, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, Depending so, on the tightness of the chain. So that might be a problem. I think we nailed it right there. The fact yeah. that you make it so you can start them, relatively easy. And yeah. literally in a Humvee, I think it says start. The switch it, is like actually, start and run, right? It's, like, it says uh, wait. I think I can't. glow lights, it's, it's, right? Yeah, because yeah, so it's a diesel. Yep. But it's so like you put, start you put it and to run. start, yeah. and it has the wait light, and then once the wait light goes out, you put it to run. Yeah. 
and I just told everyone how to steal a military vehicle. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, we're not promoting this, but I'm just saying no. it's really fucking easy. To, Don't you uh, fucking drop my name, too, if you get caught. Yeah. Yeah, ha- see if the cop wants a sticker. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, give we'll give him 10 stickers. Yeah, if you get a sticker. But, uh, and again, like, even on, like, like, like tracked vehicles, right? Like, I'm assuming a, a Bradley has, like, sort of a steering wheel, but, like, Tanks and whatnot. I think they have like like yokes and like like a like a bulldozer, like kind of like. The, but they usually have, uh, like a little. Uh, what the fuck is it called? Like a little fucking piece of metal that you can hook a lock to. Yeah. That you can hook the. Yeah, but still, yeah. okay. So you have a master lock, a pair of bolt cutters. It's really yeah, good. Right? Exactly. Yes. So this this is this solves the problem right now. Boom, bada bang, go. Okay, like we we. You have a way that you can't just easily start every fucking military vehicle out there. It's, you know, we started this to have a good time, but we're, we're really solving issues. We're solving the problems. We're not even yeah. wearing short shorts, and we're solving problems. I know. We're not even wearing our Magnum PI shorts. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Pentagon is disappointed with the results of his just-a-little-prick vaccine campaign. Well, I mean, I want to say this is, this is, this is true, but I'm going to have to mm. say this one's fake. This is very fake. Uh, top Pentagon officials are disappointed in the results of their $10 million It's Just a Little Prick Awareness campaign to encourage military personnel to take the COVID-19 vaccine. Um, so I get it. Just a little prick can mean more than one thing. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to follow a campaign that says, I have a small dick. Listen, nobody that works for the big green weenie wants to fucking yeah. have... Some sort of be emasculated yeah. by that that <laughs> yeah. type of slogan. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. I mean, why don't they just say what they really mean? You you can't go to the fucking chow hall if you don't get the shot. <laughs> there, there you go. You can't eat if you don't get the I shot. Mean, is that what it's going to come down to? Pretty much. We'll get into the the last one here. Iranian military holds mandatory extremism stand up. Uh, I think they need to do that, but I'm going to say this is fake. That is fake. In response to increasingly pedestrian incidents involving mm-hmm. off-duty service members, the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps has mandated a military-wide stand-up to root out weak-ass posers who lack the extreme ideologies of Iran's total radical warfighters. Good. I just picked that one because I like the fact that I just like the image of a radical Islamic person calling someone a weak-ass poser. Yeah, I have to say that, uh, I mean, as much, as made up as that is, I mean, I really do feel like they're slacking. They, yeah. They need to step up their game. Yeah. Um, we're yeah. Sh- we're yeah. showing them that we are way better than them. Yeah. And uh, step it up. Come on. Get your game up. I mean, I guess that's easy to say now when you're, when you're not the one that has to go fight them. Well, yeah, I did my time. <laughs> 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 I did my yeah, time. You, it's somebody you turned else's. our military into a bunch of bitches, yeah, man. Set yeah. that shit up. Yeah, it's it's uh, it, my time's over. So yeah, everyone else can just no fuck that. But um, that was real or fake? That was real. You were really right. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel oh. like um, it's tough because some of these are are so close to. I know. Oh man, they say like satire, like really mimics real life and it does it's yeah yeah i i i want to know how the duffel blog comes up with their articles like they actually hire people to do it like um independent i guess contractors is what you call them fucking mercenaries yeah so you basically get paid based off of how much you write yeah is what they is what they do i believe because i mean like i i'm a big fan of uh of like south park and the the breakdown they did of when they how they make an episode like they show like the the five days or six days to six days to make it right six days of air and yeah the breakdown of how they do that in that amount of time and like i would love to see that for like the duffel blog like a bunch of dudes just brainstorming. Um, just brainstorming. Be like, okay, Iran. <laughs> like, what can we say, <laughs> say about, Iran? About, about Iran? And then they're like, you know, making it. And they're like, okay, we got some, we got gold here. <laughs> um, if you just, there was recently a duffel block comment about the pulling out of Afghanistan. 
That's that's our major. The army is not letting anyone pull out of the Afghanistan until we do a, until all brass is accounted for. I've, I saw that one. Yeah. And then he retweeted it himself and said, "I need five volunteers." <laughs> and it's like <laughs> that's how accurate some of their their satire and their yep, their comedy exactly. is. It's like. Okay, that makes sense. Like, let's yeah. do that. We're not leaving yeah, until we do a right. full brass and ammo check. Like, everyone, all the brass is Just a whole police call. Yeah, let's Sweep go. It Everybody line up. Sweep it up. Get your brass. Get your brass. Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty funny. Sergeant Major of the Army is like, yeah, it's about true. All right, let's do that. That's a good idea. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that he could at least joke about it. Yes. Yeah, he he's, uh, seems like a good dude. Yeah. Real, real, real go-getter. Um, real go-getter, he real calls go-getter. him. Yeah, he's... Yeah. he's real high he's, speed. Yeah, he's pretty driven. <laughs> um... So, special delivery, we talked about um, things you anticipate while you're deployed, right? Yeah. Um, first thing you said was chow. Yeah. Okay. Chow is probably, and we've mentioned it before in the in the podcast, is like that's the most, I, I said, not even like the most common thing. It's the it's the thing in the military that you can count on the most. It's, it's a constant. Yes. It's, it's one constant. of the very few constants. There's always chow, whether yeah. it's from a fucking defac or a chow hall or whether it's from a metal can with a heater underneath it yep. or that's from a little brown bag, right? Or it's you buying a couple chickens from as the As long as you can put it in or around your mouth. We're uh, excited about it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're not talking about rogue privates. Oh. We're talking about what's sorry. cooking. I read that wrong. Um, so. Okay. I got to time out. I got to piss. I'm sorry. If I can put up the <laughs> what's cooking thing, I got to piss so bad. <laughs> Everyone. Okay. Okay. Yep. We are good. Yeah. All right. So, um, we've talked in the past about the, the meal ready to eat, right? The MRE. We, we broke down. Yeah. I think episode two ish. Um, two times actually. Well, yeah. We, we one broke down one about and one international and one yeah. national. Um, but what we didn't get into was how one eats those MREs. Okay. okay. Um, you can't just pull out the individual ingredients of those MREs and just start eating, right? I disagree. Because, like what? I disagree. You, oh, you think you can? You just eat I, I one at a time? Yeah. You For the like, most part, I would just... You never, you never created meals with your MREs? I mean, if I had time. Okay. I suppose. Okay. So would you... Because to me, like... You can't I mean, just not, eat the beefsteak. I'm not fucking Gordon Ramsay out in the field, you know? Well, some people are. That's true, they are. And that's what I want to talk not about. Not this guy. Is, is I want to talk about the concoctions, mm. the recipes. Emphasis on the cock. The tasty right. morsels <laughs> that individuals would make. Um, so I have a list of... <laughs> I'm just going to ignore what you said. Like He's, he's digging that, that uh, Springdale tart ale. It's uh, tasty. It is. I enjoy it. Yeah. So there's a list of concoctions from our friends over at mreinfo.com. Okay. The the who's who in the MRE world. Oh. oh. If you will. Um, now, do you know of any any you know recipes for for MRE treats? Or the the, MRE the biggest one I know is the the Ranger pudding. Okay. Which is kind of like the. It's the it's the go-to. It's Everyone so knows good, it. Though. It is good. So and good. What is your recipe for ranger pudding? Uh, for me, a little bit of water. Okay. Uh, peanut butter. Ooh, you're a peanut butter guy. I was a peanut butter guy. Um, believe it or not, sometimes if they had if there was pretzels, I'd put it in it, and sometimes I'd uh, crumble up some uh, cracker, mm-hmm. put it in there. But the key, so the key for the ranger pudding is, is the is the base layer, which is the cocoa powder. That's important. Okay. Yeah. So I left that out, but I felt did, I felt I felt like that was kind hey, of our one listener out there that we're still looking for names for you guys. That's true. I was told perhaps the boots, the booties, the fuck sticks, mm-hmm. but we're still looking for a name for you. We haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. For you out there, keep sending them in, and we'll we'll figure it out. Ranger pudding basis is, needs a cocoa powder, right? Yeah. But what John mentioned, some of the things that like the pretzels and and the peanut butter. These don't all come in the same meal. Mm-mm. So a you lot gotta of people, haggle. you have to haggle, mm-hmm. barter, if yep. you will, trade, yep. or save and be like, I might get this meal later. I'm going to hold on to this so I Discipline. can enjoy it. Discipline. It is. Discipline. Um, 
Ranger pudding's the go-to. Everyone knows that. It's a standby, right? You yeah. also need – so I didn't use the peanut butter, um, but I would use the creamer from my coffee package. Okay. Yep. I would also put the coffee in there sometimes, so it was like a mocha. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. you didn't think about that, did you? No. Yeah. And I know it's basically all sugar anyways, but I'd still put the sugar packet in sometimes, yeah, too. sometimes, yeah. just to get a little – I usually just eat the sugar packet. But, yeah. but uh, the coffee was a little nice little – and Ooh, I usually – Fucking, you go hard. What I would do is I would, I would make the cocoa – the ranger pudding, right, and yeah. then put the coffee on top. So you had like a crunch. It was like a... Oh, snap. Yeah. The dehydrated coffee mm-hmm. grounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right on top. Boom. I would just dip those. Just straight <laughs> just like up sugar, dip yeah. yep. A lot of people did that. We yep. had that earlier in the in some of our topics. Yep. But uh, these are just some interesting interesting recipes that I that I, uh, I would love to hear them. Because I actually uh, suggested to Christina a, a date night where it's MREs. Oh, I told my whole family they're going to be eating MREs. Yeah. And they're not going to choose which one. I'm going to open the case, either case A or case B, oh. and I'm going to hand them out. The, the funny thing about her is uh, she's a vegetarian, so she doesn't really get to choose a lot. <laughs> you know, there's not a lot. There's of a options. lot more now. It depends on when you get it. If you were to get like a, no, let's say a 1980 case, as we learned, there were no vegetarian options. <laughs> you'll eat meat and you'll like it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so going through some of these, you have to realize that, oh, that sounds like a good actual meal, right? Like, yeah. yeah. But the, the problem is, is that not all these ingredients are available in all the packages. So you no. have to, it takes work to do this. It's it kind of like yeah. going like a good chef going to like the, the, the market and like, not that tomato. No, yeah. <laughs> no, not that one yet. Yes. And you have to find it and you have to haggle for it. So, uh, number one, the potluck pie. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and if you remember back to the previous episodes where we talked about the the number one rated MRE stew, out of all the beef stew, beef stew. Yeah. so a lot of these have beef stew as their as their base layer. Wow! So one pouch of beef stew, half a packet of cheese spread, and this is good because he's like like me- this is one individual. He's measured it out <laughs> specifically. Um, half a packet of cheese spread. Four dashes of hot sauce, optional. This guy sounds like a huge douche. I know he does. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and and a half a package of crackers, which is good because a half package of crackers is only one cracker. You don't want to dehydrate yourself. <laughs> and then you use the other half of that cheese on the other cracker. Yeah, I guess. And then you would mix that all together. So I'm assuming what you'd have to do is – oh, oh I'm sorry. I, 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 I digress I here. He, um, he sounds very specific. He does, because then it goes into heat the beef stew and cheese spread in heater. Then combine stew, cheese, hot sauce, and top with the cracker crumbles. So that is like a potluck pie. It's almost like yeah. a... Yeah. It is. Um, no. I definitely don't want to hang out with that guy. No. Cheeseburger. I don't even need to break that down, because it's fucking simple. It's literally the name of the, the meal. Um, <laughs> it's like burger. It comes with two wheat snack breads and fucking cheese. There you go. Yeah. Um, that's that's exactly what it is. Yeah. You're not inventing any of no. that, buddy. You're just, that's <laughs> what yeah. it is. But in, in to be, some of the, the uh, comments for this were like, yeah, some of these are pretty straightforward, and some of these are like, yeah. why bother? It's, it comes with um, all the meal, yeah. So uh, this one is, is interesting, because he gets very specific again. Enchilada soup. Okay. One pouch heated beef enchiladas one packet of cheese spread heated four ounces heated water so one sixth of a canteen cup now that might be a difficult one because you have to heat heat that water up depending on where you are it's hard to heat yeah heat the water so and then hot sauce to taste so cut beef enchiladas in small pieces add cheese bread water hot sauce mix well soup um this one is... A, this Where do we find the time for this shit? The whole point of MREs is a quick meal when you're in the field. Like, you know Yeah, but I mean? that's the point of Joe, is Joe never fucking does anything they're supposed to do. That's fair. And they're like, mm, I'm gonna, Sergeant, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. This is, I'm, this is I'm eating. <laughs> um, so the loaded baked potato. Mm. One package of mashed potatoes, which I, come in I, my favorite I meal. I love the mashed potatoes. I did too. It came in the meatloaf with gravy, and it was delicious because you pour I the gravy mix the on top. Potatoes, yeah. oh. um, one package cheese and bacon spread, one bottle of hot sauce, one package of salt, and one full cracker crumbled. Seems pretty legit, right? Yeah, Some of these things bad. I never thought of. No. Um, I was more just like, oh, I put the gravy from the meatloaf I was on more the just like, open package, put in mouth. Eat. Yeah. Um, MRE hash, 
one pouch beef patty heated, one pouch mashed potatoes heated, hot sauce to taste, one packet cheese spread, optional. To taste, he says. Yeah, I know, to taste. Come on. Serious douche. Uh, <laughs> Easy, Emerald. Yeah, fucking field pizza. Come on. All right, no. Um, now, this one's a little more in-depth because there's actual, like, steps to it. Um, this is the Baghdad chili. Okay, so ingredients. One grilled beef steak package heated, one Western-style beans package heated, one package crackers, one package crushed red pepper. So not all of these Th came in those, the same. Those are two like legit meals together. Well, though. no, the the the, the western style beans was oh, a the western style. Okay, was I, a I, mis I misunderstood. Yeah. Okay. So break beef steak into desired chunks and then add western style beans. Mix, but do not pour out beef steak sauce before mixing. Crush crackers and then add them to dish. 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 <laughs> Complete your creation, add red pepper, and seasoning from accessory packet to taste. Enjoy. You, you know what this sounds like? It sounds like um, a cooking competition yeah. where they're giving them MREs and trying to make like, exactly. make a meal out exactly. of their stuff. Like, like, yeah, like barbecution. That would be. We could do that live show. Live Boom. episode idea. Yep. Write that down. Write that down. Write that down. Um, mocha frosting. So this is similar. One mocha frost. Oh, that's what it's called. Yeah. Okay, I was like, where the fuck are they getting mocha frosting one from? One pouch of MRE cocoa, one packet of instant coffee, and water as needed. Okay, so you mix it together. Yeah. Um, Ranger pudding we discussed. Yep. Um, Ranger bread pudding was something pudding? I never thought of, but would take mixtures of both. So one batch of Ranger pudding, see recipe above, mm -hmm. one half MRE pound cake, diced oh that's wow yeah yeah fucking next level i could fuck with that all day next level uh yeah next level so a lot of these were like there's moose pudding there's chocolate icing this list goes on and on and on my mouth is watering from mre stuff which, which is, is disgusting which is something i never thought which I'd... is disgusting but i i agree like wow this guy like okay this is a good one right beef and mushrooms with crunchy potatoes one pouch beef steak with mushroom gravy, heated. One pouch potato sticks, hot sauce to taste. Combine beef and mushrooms with hot sauce, then top with broken up pieces of potato sticks. That's, Fucking brilliant. That's great. It's brilliant. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, obviously we could go on and on and on because there's hundreds of, of recipes. Yeah. Um, but now I want to ask you, how has this changed your mind about field cuisine like would would some of these make you want to take the time to like actually go through and be like you know what like for us like an occasion yes because mm -hmm. um, they sound pretty they, they all sound really good um, but you're thinking about them in the mindset of when you were eating them Right. So, so like, what, when I'm eating them, it's just to get If I'm food going home tonight, I'm not fucking eating beef, beef with mushrooms and crunchy potatoes. Speak I'm, for yourself. Well, I, I would, but I'd get it from a restaurant and actually enjoy it. But I, we're not going to, like, like, yeah. So, thinking about these in the field, be like, oh, man. Like, all right, let's I just never say I'm, thought of it. I'm just coming way. off guard or whatever. I'm like, I'm going to make this. Yeah. I'm going to yeah, enjoy see, it. Yeah. I'm going to go barter for another half of a meal and then spend 45 minutes preparing another meal. I wouldn't have thought of that at all. No. I'm like, okay, I opened my MRE, and this is what I have. This is what I'm going to put in my body. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, but it it does kind of open your eyes a little bit to know if, if you have a little bit of creativity. A little bit of time? You, yeah, a little bit of creativity, a little bit of time. You can really uh, have a pretty good experience. I mean... For, for what it is. When it comes to dining in yeah. the field. Now, something else that blew my mind, there is a published MRE cookbook that you can purchase. Is it really? <laughs> yes. And uh, it, 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 I was like, wow, holy fuck, people will get rich doing anything. Well, I probably didn't get rich, but... <laughs> He's probably got tens of dollars. Tens of dollars. But, like, the MRE that breaks down, like... Uh, it's oh, a shit. it's a little thing you looked it up, didn't you? Ten dollars. <laughs> but like, 
meals we talking about like food in the military is, is like is a thing man it's like you have to like it's what you look forward to most it's like always napoleon said it army moves on its stomach like you food is is key yep so people that take the time to do these things i i do salute you i like i'm For sure I, i'm very impressed with some and, of these meals that i didn't even think of just simply adding this to that would make this yeah and i'd be more than willing to bet that they shared if not the meal then the secrets with their their battle buddies which uh you know broadens everyone's horizons and you know kind of carries on that tradition of fine cuisine in the field i guess mm -hmm. well they say best recipes are passed down from from family right yeah like this is my grandma this is my nana's sunday sauce like this I is this. Willing to bet that anyone who says that is a liar yeah it's true they, yeah they just nobody it. this isn't 1948 no one gets passed on recipes anymore yeah, you true. find it online yeah or you look it up online on the, on the line or yep. the, in a murray cookbook nope most likely online on the line yep online in a cookbook online <laughs> okay well, whatever i <laughs> agree on disagree it. yeah but uh, it says it really says nana's recipe so it's still it's not my <laughs> nana's it's just nana's recipe it's just nana's yeah you never yeah. ask who's nana you... that that was i'm fucking hungry now i'm I'm really hungry. You guys want to get some food after this? Maybe some uh, MREs? Nope. Just nope. any food would be Absolutely great. Absolutely not. Okay. Any food would be great. So, we have a segment at the end of the podcast where our listeners get to uh, you know, join in on the fun, kind of go back into into time and, and relive some of the stories they have in a little segment we like to call Mail Call. Mm-hmm. So this one is from our friend, John Dorman, from Litchfield, New Hampshire. Now, if you don't remember John Dorman, he sent us a little email. Um, I think episode two or three? can't remember, uh, it was a few weeks ago, uh, suggesting, you know, we talk more about officer life. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Right. So, and, and since then, we have had a couple of officer quarters segments. So, J John, thank you for that, and thank you for this story. Um, this one's short, but it's, I like it. Strangest experience while performing staff duty officer, or SDO, checks. While doing after midnight walkthrough, went into one of the barracks, uh, trueness to the corner, and down the halls was a naked trooper walking away from me with a pencil sticking from his butt. I just had an NCO get him and put him to bed. <laughs> Which made me laugh because John Dorman was an officer, and that is exactly what an officer does. Sees a problem, get an NCO. <laughs> <laughs> Sergeant, handle this. <laughs> But I, I like the way he handled it because it was like, okay, I have to address this. I cannot just let this go. First of all, it's a safety hazard. If that guy falls, boom. It falls backwards. Problems. It's Problems. Um, problems. At least all over for the pencil. Yeah. 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 And uh, he's, 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 he's a problem solver. Sees a problem? <laughs> get, 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 get an NCO. NCO. And then uh, goes about his duties. So. He said duty. Yeah, duties. Um I used to hate doing staff duty staff and duty CQ was the worst. and like all these things because, you, oh man, like, first of all, my first duty assignment, well, any of them, right? When you're doing staff duty, you means you're the fucking asshole that has to be sober while everyone else is getting shit-faced. If, yeah. if it was a staff duty on a weeknight, that's cool because you, you, not a lot's going to happen. You work during the day, you pull staff duty at night, yeah. you, you get the next day off, right? Yep. But if you get the Friday night Ugh. or the Saturday night staff duty or CQ so charge quarters, it is miserable. Yeah. And at my first duty assignment at Fort Drum, the old 431 Polar Bears, uh, the way the barracks worked, it was a Y. And the company headquarters... And platoon offices were in like the tail of the Y, mm -hmm. and then the the 
the barracks themselves were the Y. Mm-hmm. And it was first platoon on one side, second platoon on the other, third platoon, and the headquarters platoon. Like all the rooms. And the yep. CQ desk was right in the middle and looked down both hallways. So Friday or Saturday nights, if you're pulling the staff through, you're sitting at that desk with your CQ runner, who's an E1 through E4, because you were the sergeant CQ, yep. and you just watch these animals. <laughs> it's a fucking <laughs> zoo. Oh, God. Perform acts of pure debauchery uh, and said idiocy and, and you're like i'm responsible for these people for the next 24 hours how do i survive this myself and it sucks because like what do you say because when you're not on staff duty you're that animal that's you yeah, yeah. you're that because i lived in that barracks exactly and all the team leaders were e5s and mm-hmm. we lived in that barracks that was us like and oh my god but like and, and this is so. This is this was prior to 9/11, and there were open bases, so there were no. You could just come on base. Anybody yeah. could come on base. So we used to have just, just girls yeah. that would come to the barracks parties, and it, it, it was it was insane. And to be in charge of that, and then, on the likewise side of it, if you're staff duty, you're a staff sergeant or an E7 that's now in charge of four of these <laughs> things going on. And yeah. then if you're the staff duty officer, you're in charge of nine or 10 of these, if whatever battalion it is, like whatever brigade it is. And like, there's like, it is like, yeah. oh man, it's like a babysitter. And, and these guys are idiots and have money. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, you'll pencils you'll, get in butts. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you'll be faced with someone who has something sticking out of an orifice that shouldn't be or sticking out. Of. Go back to one of our earlier things that we talked about in another episode. Someone sliding through a fucking window on satin sheets. Yeah. Like these are the things that happen weird in the barracks. Weird shit happens. Yes, weird things happen in the barracks. Food deliveries and 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 parties where everyone turns on the radio or their CD to the same CD and just blasts it. Yeah. Through, like, oh man, thinking about some of these some of these events and endeavors, like, <laughs> wow, like I. Uh, I mean, it's like Animal House, right? Mm. It's a frat party, but it's it's people that have access to sharp weapons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and disposable income. <laughs> yeah, it's it's such an odd odd dynamic because it is like college, but you're getting paid to be there. Yeah, and one person I remember. So one time I pulled staff duty, and one of the platoons decided to make a movie. And this was in the late 90s. Sex movie? No. Yeah. Although, one guy was wearing body armor with a G-string that had a money sign on the front of it and was a key player in the movie. Yeah. Um, however, this was the time of, like, the late 90s, so, like, Sony little cameras were, like, the big hit. Oh, and those those little... Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah hand, handy cams. Yep. And and so they they legit filmed an entire movie throughout my entire night on staff duty um, through the halls and in the, in the barracks and, and on the staff duty desk and the CQ <laughs> desk and yeah but it's like they just pay you pay you no mind like they're like yeah like, they're just doing their thing they you're, don't look at you they don't make eye contact with you they're no, not doing trouble staff staff duty you're basically just like a fixture yeah there you know what i mean like no one if you ever have to raise your voice and be like, let's 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 keep it in control here, boys. Yeah. You're like, okay, real shit. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have mm-hmm. to stop being a dick. Yeah. They're yeah. just they're just being themselves. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one, Johnny Dorman. I appreciate it. Thank you for sending that in, buddy. Yeah. Wow. That's episode nine. Episode nine is put away. Nine times. Yep. Stuff it in the back pocket. Mm-hmm. Close the book. I don't know if you know this, but next week it'll be ten. Episode X. Yeah. I like it. Yep. I like it. I can't believe we've already been on nine. That's good. It's it's been flow it's been flying I was gonna say flowing. That doesn't make any sense. It's been flowing. It's not a period. It's flowed. It's been flying by. It has. Um but in a good way. I've been having a blast doing this. Me too. Um thanks thanks guys for listening so far. Um tell your friends. Yeah. Like and subscribe yep. on YouTube. And you, you know um, what I like? I like after an episode drops on Thursday yeah. that I'll get a text or a Facebook message or yeah. an IM or something that's like, hey, great episode, awesome, funny, totally agree with you. Yeah. Yep. It's it's really good to see. Uh, I'm just I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. 
Uh, thanks as always to Big Dick Nick and Wilco Media. We mm-hmm. love you guys for everything you do. If if you want to write in, you want to write a story, if you have suggestion a suggestion for segments uh, or anything like that, you can visit the website at wilcomediapro.com slash btbpodcast. Uh, you can submit all of your shit there. It says write shit here. Just write it there. That's it. We are not that smart. So if you don't send stuff into us, then we have to look for stuff. Mm. Okay. And uh, we want to hear your stories because we want to have your stories remind us of our stories. And then we tell all those stories. And, and, and here's the thing. When we started this, uh, we're going to take it down for a minute here. When we started this, we, we wanted it to become more of a community, right? Somewhere where, you know, you can go, you can, you can hear some funny shit, you can kind of reminisce about the past, you know, take your mind off all the shit that's going on in the world right now, and, uh, and just have a good time. And I feel like you, know, you guys being able to tell your stories is a big part of that community. Um, you know, people get to, to, to hear it, and they, it resonates with them. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they can relate to it. And, uh, you know, it's, it, it's just, it's basically like you're back at the smoke pit shooting the shit with your buddies. Yep. And that's kind of the, the thing we wanted to do. So that's the premise. That's what we get when you guys send your stories to us. So keep sending I them hope in. that made sense. Cause I blacked out halfway through. Yeah, it was beautiful. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. And, uh, Couldn't do without you guys. Thank you. Yeah, we'll see you next week on episode 10. 10.